On this show, it's only good vibes. Talking about music from Beyonce to Tribe. In the world where it's always politicking. Run, why your boy Kanye be tripping? I don't know, so we put it on the shelf. Listen to Conrad when he brings up mental health. Is Michael Jackson really the king of pop? There's no debate if you ask, be shocked. Conversation so tight, it be gripping you. We love getting suggestions from our listeners. Do something foolish, try and run if you can. All you gonna do is end up a victim of Who's Man's. Welcome to another week of Who's Man's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. What up, though, everyone? Welcome to the Who's Man's podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Don, a.k.a. Mr. Taylor Mate. In the building with me, I got my man's Conrad. What's up, beautiful people? I missed y'all, man. But these guys held it down with the wonderful Tory. But I'm back, and we back, and we got to find out who's here. And I'm back, and we back, and when I'm back, I'm back, bitch. Okay. <laughs> All righty, then. I want to some fire for this episode because I'm pissed off. Yeah, I was not ready for that. Is that some yeah. nasty little sluts no. out there? How dare y'all be nasty? Out there. Y'all be pissing me off. I can't even buy ice cream no more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really was not ready for that. I thought that was. I can't even buy ice cream. <laughs> Oh, we'll talk about oh my! Sorry, hey guys, might have been your best intro, bro. <laughs> God. It pissed me right off. But hey guys, how are you? How's it going? It's okay. <laughs> we, we're gonna break it down. We gotta get, get the energy back. Oh going. man! <laughs> uh, how you guys been? Are you guys doing good? You have a good holiday? Oh, man, it was all right. It was straight. Um, I was working though, so there's mm-hmm. there's that. Damn, damn, but damn. you know, I'm. I'm on day number, what is it, five, going on to six straight days. Ooh. But, you know, tomorrow I leave for Denver, so it's always it's always nice. a good good feeling when you got a nice little vacation after a long week of work. Uh, I'm going to Denver. When? Next Monday. Oh, well, that don't help me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be real excited. Like, we about to hang out. But no. Oh, all right. Well, hey, well, well you counts. know, close. What about you, B? You have a good weekend or a good holiday? Yeah, I have my mom, <laughs> my godmom, and my sister. I was yeah, going really through go something today. All in my one bedroom apartment, and my my five year old nephew. And I don't know if you've ever been with uh, three grown women as a man. In a place that you pay for, but you totally don't own while they're here, whew, it can be a lot. Exhausting. So, oh, talk about it. I, I'm still sleeping. So, where you sleep? Um, <laughs> wherever I could. <laughs> wherever I could. <laughs> I was on the floor at one point, slept in a chair in the other, made it to the couch for one night, <laughs> made it to the balcony yeah. another night. Look, it was warm. <laughs> it was, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> I love my family, y'all. I love them. <laughs> I was here for it, Ronnie. I, I feel like I must have easily just had the best one because you know I, mine was pretty relaxed. It was a big little staycation, so we went down into the city. Me and Tori hung out in some little spots. Got a chance to really get to know the city. Found out some cool little nooks and crannies for the hangout in. Aww. 
ended up stumbling into like a speakeasy, like without even trying. We just w- walk into this place, like, oh yeah, go behind that bookshelf, get you some drinks. So behind the bookshelf, that, yeah, it was like a sliding bookshelf that was like it looked like a shelf, but it was really a door. That's dope. That's actually yeah, man. Really really dope. Yeah, I got a secret password. So I'm, we definitely gonna make sure to take you out through there when we can. Did you have to have a secret word or whatever to get in? I feel like there wasn't a password, but it was like one of the things that was like, you just got to know that it's there. They don't really have that strong advertising for it. And y'all just randomly found. So we saw a sign that said happy hours to, to eight over here. So like, all right, let's go see if we can find this place. We walk into this building and we don't see no sign of nothing. So we actually do like, yo, what you know about this happy hour? And he's like, go behind the bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> so we go behind the bookshelf. <laughs> That's clutch. <laughs> And they were playing some dope ass music. As soon as we walk in, they were playing Kid Cudi. So y'all know I was right at home. Nice. All right, I'm excited for September to uh, get yeah. here now. I want to go to right. a speakeasy. I got you. Thank you. Yeah, been to a speakeasy in Dallas right. yet though? Have I? I have. Okay, I've been to a speakeasy. Hey, but before we <laughs> before before we really dive in, I need to share the story of this barbershop. I know I texted you guys, but I need to go in depth. Of what my situation was at the barbershop when my barber lost his wallet. Because this really is another example of your relationship with your barber. And to the point where like I was I was like, today I need to go get a haircut, but I didn't hit him up yet, right? So I just got mm-hmm. back from work and I'm getting ready to I literally put my phone out to go text him. And he's like, he knew it was my time to come. He texted me, he's like, Hey, I moved to a new spot, blah blah blah. This is LeVar. First of all, I was a little like upset. He didn't think I saved his number, but anyways. He was like, I was like, all right, bet. I was actually just about to come through. So I <laughs> I go to the barbershop. I pull up and he looks frantic. He's the only one in the barbershop. He looks frantic. And I'm like, what happened? Like, is someone just come rob him? Some he's like, bro, I came for my wallet. And I was like, oh, <laughs> of course. What I ask? Where'd you last have it? <laughs> That's what you <laughs> like. The, the worst, worst question, question you honestly. Ask when someone's frantic trying to find is a wallet. And he's. Because not one time in your life has anyone gone, you absolutely right. I, I was <laughs> in the bathroom in the left drawer. Oh. So, <laughs> never in history. So I'm like, he's like, he's like, bro, I don't even know, but it's gone. He's like, he's like, dumping out his backpack on the floor. He is, like, cussing, pulling out drawers. At this point, I'm like, man, I know I lost my wallet, but I don't think I've ever been this angry that I I lost my wallet. He's like, what's up? What else were you thinking at that moment? I'm like, whose money did you lose? Ain't thinking, am I going to get my fucking haircut? Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) This part, I'm not even like, this is just like, I'm not even sat down on on a chair or or on a waiting chair to like you know, so I'm still at the door. I just open it. He just busts out. He goes in his car, opens his trunk. He's pulling stuff out, and I'm just like sitting there. Now I sit down and I'm like, let me just wait. Maybe he'll find it. He he. And I don't know why this is something we do when we lose things. We just keep looking in the same spot, thinking we go we go find. And you also look in the dumbest places. He's looking through his trash. He's looking through where they wash the hair. He's pulled another chair from the corner three times and looked under. He's trying to find his wallet in places where in the couch where the couch don't even like part. 
Like, you know those couches that don't have, like, the seam? It's just a seam, and it's cool. He's trying to, like, put his hand. <laughs> he about to go look in your car. <laughs> right? He's about to do all that. And so I'm just sitting there, like, should I ask the question? Should I ask the question if he's going to keep cutting the hair today? Or is he done for the day? So he does. I let him do his thing, like, three or four times. Go back, look in the same spot. And I'm still asking, like, damn, bro, where you, did you go anywhere? Like, did you go to, <laughs> did you get some food? He's like, no, bro, I didn't even leave today. He's like, I'm like, oh, damn, bro. I have no way I can help him. Like, like zero. Why don't you have to look at right? I, I have nothing to do. Like, I'm like, I'm not about to go in this man's car. I don't know what's there. I'm, I'm not about to start looking. So I, I do the same thing where I'm sitting on the couch that doesn't have any cushions, by the way. And I'm like, oh, let me check in this. Let me look here for you, bro. I'm touching the inseams of the couch. <laughs> 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 I'm like, damn, bro, I'm like, damn, bro, that's tough. That's rough. And so he comes back, does the same thing, dumps his whole backpack up. And then I'm just like, hey, bro, like, it's good, man. I'll come back, man. I'll come back later. It's no worries. I'll come back. He didn't even, so nice. he didn't even like, say, no, no, bro, I got you. He's just like, yeah, bro, you got to go. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay. Oh, uh, okay. like, it's, it's all right. Cause, and I really wanted to just be like, go to the barbershop next door, but that's some disrespect. Like, I'm going to cheat right in front of you. Like, I'm just going to go right next door. Yeah, you can't, you <laughs> I can't, can't do that. <laughs> so, I'm like, now, like, I need to get my haircut today. Like, I have to get it today. So, I get in my car, getting ready to leave. And I had already told this, dude. I was like, did you check the side? Like, the, you know when you you have, like, shorts on that have, like, nothing really stays in those shorts? So, it always, like, falls on the yeah. side of the seat or, like, in the, like, nooks and crannies. I was like, dude, did you check all the like sides of your car? He's like, yeah, dog, I checked, man. I checked, man. Come on. I, I know I, I got to find his wallet. Boom. I was like, all right, man. And then, so he, he goes back in his car, the passenger side, and looks for it on the side. And he pulls his wallet out. And, man, I've never seen someone so, get so angry and then smile so fast after that. And he's like, come on, bro. Come back in, man. Come back in. Come back. I got my wallet. I got my wallet. <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, bro. There was too much money in there. And I I really didn't even want to ask. I mean, I get it. You're a barber. You're going to have cash. But, like, you had a lot of cash in there. And then the next thing I know, my man's pistol is chilling. He's like, man, lost my wallet. And God damn it, got this pistol out for no damn reason. Like, what am I going to do with this pistol trying to find my wallet? I was like, look, bro. That's what you all I'm I'm so happy you found this wallet. Let's put that away first, all right? I was like, bro, I, I don't know. I was like, that's great, but let's put this away. And I was like, let me just tell you this one thing. I was not letting you touch my hair if, until you found your wallet because I'm not trying to have someone cut. And, you know, he does a good job, but he's one of those, like, old school aggressive barbers. You know, mm-hmm. like he'd be just throwing your head around. He don't like ask you to move. He'd just be like, turn your head this way, turn your head this way, this way. But he does a great job. So I was like, I'm not going to have an angry you doing that when I already think you're angry sometimes when you're cutting my hair. And that's when I was like, dude, I feel like your relationship with your barber can go either way. In that moment, I felt like either you can just be like, all right, I'm done with this dude. Because Ron said like, oh, you still, you still with them hood barbers. And I was like, he's really, he's really not hood. I mean, like, I mean, he is. He obviously he just showed me because he could do anything for his wa- missing wallet because <laughs> he grabbed his pistol out. <laughs> but like, I was like, I had in those moments, I feel like you can either cheat on your barber or just be like, you know what, barber, I'm not gonna do this to you. I understand. And 
right when I sat on the chair, you know how many times I heard how he could have lost his wallet? He told me the same story in different variations of how, how, how his wallet got where it was. And all those variations <laughs> were the same. He spent like on one which I'm happy he didn't mess up, but he stayed on one side of my, of my hair for a good 20 minutes telling me the same story. <laughs> and then he's like, man, I had to call my wife. I, I, you know what? Let's call my wife and see. I'm going to joke with her. Let's prank my wife. And he calls his wife to tell him that he lost his wallet and just to see how she react. Didn't even get the reaction he wanted. She was, she was just like... Yeah, bad at that. She, she was yeah. just like... She was like, she was like, damn, all right, so what's up? Like, what you gonna do? And he's like, damn, babe, I thought you were about to yell at me or something. I was like, boy, if you don't finish cutting my hair so I can go home. Well, I got stuff to do, Look, places to be. Yeah, he was like, let's see what my wife gonna say. I'm gonna tell her I found it, obviously, but... Look, just make sure you put your hair right, like okay. Ah, no, like, <laughs> just cut my hair and get this. I was like, look, you're not gonna get tipped though, you know, right? right? <laughs> you had me scared out here waiting for a haircut that I don't know, had nothing to do. <laughs> he was so close to robbing you for his money. He was like, look, you gotta get out of here before I pull out this. But no, he literally told me, you know, he literally told me it was like, yeah, you gotta go. I was like, oh, I was <laughs> about to pull up on you for this money, bro. <laughs> we all kept this. For your own safety, dog, you got to go. Uh, anyways, I had to share that one, but I got crispy. I'm ready for Denver. Nice. All right. What we got on the docket? All right, let's go ahead and get down to business. What we got first up on the list? I think you know about this one a little bit more, B. What's up? B as in Brian, which is me. Hey. You forgot, dude. <laughs> well, I think we're going to start off with the 2019 World Cup champion. You're so, you're right, so you're right. Right. Yeah, I like how I said No, that. I did it. Champions. I did not. But I do, I do appreciate that that's the only like sport where I feel like it is very accurate to call yourself a world champ. I hate when the NBA says we're a world True. champ. I hate when the Super Bowl says we're world champs. I hate when like MLB says we're the world champs when they win their like oh, y'all not playing the world. Y'all playing <laughs> I mean technically we're not playing the world, but who's gonna come prove us wrong? Like you think there's gonna be some squad from like Indonesia that's gonna pull up and beat our men's basketball team? Well you didn't play them. We could say we're the world champs. No, we can't say that. Y'all isn't there like a world in the Olympics basketball, not outside of the Olympics that happens. Well, we actually do go play the world, but like none of the superstars show up really. Oh, I do know what you think about. There is something like that where we basically send our D League and still pass. Yeah. Oh, all I can think of is FIBA. But isn't FIBA like the league, the European league or something like that? Man, that sounds right. Damn, I know we we talked about it, but not even on the podcast. But I know talking. About I mean, we do have a world world like the World Series, the actual World Series. But we have one that is where we play all different countries, but it's not called the World Series <laughs> in baseball. Yeah. Which is also kind of... Anyways. I mean, back to the world champions. <laughs> the, 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 the women's U.S. soccer national team really kicked ass and took names. It was never stressful the whole, what, three weeks or four weeks? How long is the World Cup? About three weeks. Three, yeah. Three weeks. Uh, they literally just made it happen. Uh, 
and pissed off uh, Orange Cheeto, who's in the White House. Well, they did it. At first, I thought you were about to like this on the Dutch team because you said orange, and I was like, "Damn, Brian!" Like, you just, they were actually good. And they looked, they looked so sad when they lost. I was like, "Oh, sucks to suck." Oh, <laughs> better let next year, <laughs> next four years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yo, that would be even better than the World Cup was hype, man. I don't know. If, it was like I didn't watch any of the games, but it was. Thanks, <laughs> like, man. But you know what, Brian is not the only one. Like, um, I will say, like the as like Americans, the patriots patriotism is like one hundred. You just throw some, just throw a red, white, and blue, and USA on a jersey, and we're the biggest fans no matter what, because we love to see us be other countries and say we're the best compared to other countries. So I will say that there is a huge, huge support when it comes to, like, the Olympics and the World Cup. Anytime you send USA on a platform and we're doing something, like, it doesn't matter. It could be speed skating. Or, ain't nobody watching speed skating on any other time. But when it's in the Olympics and we're killing it and we have someone... Man, can't tell me You nothing. can't say nothing. You... People would be like, see us in speed skating. And see us in and <laughs> what was that we were talking about that last Olympic Skeletor? Skeletoning? Skeleton? That, but what's the other one too that we'd be watching? The um, curling? Shuffle. It's not curling. Yeah, curling. Yeah, we are. Speed walking. Like, speed walking hype. Wait, speed walking an Olympic sport now? Yeah, in the Summer Olympics. Hey. It is lit too. Anyways, look. Okay, sorry. <laughs> It was hype, and for me, I support the women's um, national team a lot because I just feel like the men's league is trash. It, well, it is trash. They're trash to me, and I feel like they like the U.S. is not necessarily a soccer like a soccer country. So when you have a team, and I don't want to knock them completely, but I just feel that they feel entitled. They felt very entitled when they started being somewhat decent, right? Um, the men or the, the men? The men. So okay. for me, I never really cared for men's soccer team. I used to actually root against them, especially like when they're playing African teams. Or I used to just root against them because may call me an American about it or whatever. I just didn't care for them because they don't they don't produce anything. Clearly, mm-hmm. they don't produce anything, and they feel very entitled sometimes. Um, so for me to see the women's team go out there with all the odds against them. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how this this World Cup was going to be one of the toughest World Cups because they had like twelve European, um, or I think twelve European teams that came in from <clears throat> into the World Cup this year, and they were all like powerhouse teams. They were really good teams, and of course, European teams, soccer is life, football is life. There, like this is what they do. They don't have many other sports there that that they're dominant, and so they didn't think the U.S. was going to come in and do much, right? But and then of course when you have a lot of like the person who's considered the head of the country is talking crap about y'all and telling y'all that y'all aren't really invited to the White House until y'all win something. Head, head of the country that you are, are representing yeah, is saying that. Then of course that makes it even worse. That's embarrassing, honestly. Like these women are ambassadors for our country, and the person who is the leader has no faith in them. Technically, literally, he's saying like you guys got to win something first before you come over here. And then you have 
you know, Mr. Rapino, a boss, like she represents every girl out there. She represents the LGBT community. She represents people who don't have a voice, people, women in sports that don't have a voice. And she just basically was like, F you, dog. You old Oompa Loompa Cheetah looking ass boy. Like, we don't, we don't want to come to the White House. We don't need to come to the White House. So it was just a plat. They were on a platform that was beyond, beyond them, beyond us, and they proved everyone wrong. In adversity, where it came to injuries, adversity when it comes to people not believing in them, um, adversity is just which is a weird adversity, but people just saying they're women and they don't have anything to do on the field, like they're not entertaining. When this year they surpassed the men's men's world men's uh, team for bringing in revenue like they suppressed in jersey sales of any sport this during this world cup like they were breaking records and they deserved it they really did they really deserved this and it was a good it was a good game to watch sorry brian you missed it sorry you missed all their most uh-uh. of their games uh-uh yeah, Brian, I watched you all of it. I don't know what you were doing. Nine minutes, nine minute, nine minute. No. Oh, the last nine 14 minutes. Fourteen minutes. Because <laughs> when they're penalty. <laughs> the last fourteen minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all you that's caught. That's all. Yeah. Ron, how much you catch? The last oh, fifteen okay. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Warding you. <laughs> but yeah, so but, those are my thoughts on like them winning and how, what they represent for women, especially girls in America. Who, like I said, when you think soccer. You don't think U.S. Period. Zero. There's no. No one's gonna say, "Oh, like the you know." But now people are gonna talk, and they're gonna talk about the women's team. And I only think about someone tweeted. Uh, some famous reporter tweeted. I forgot the name, but on Twitter he was like, his his son asked if there's a men's soccer team. He said, "Do men play soccer yeah. for the U.S.?" Mm-hmm. So that, it doesn't speak loudly that to you that this is how like impactful they are to both genders of kids it's that's what we want that's what you want to see but yeah i'll let you guys do your two-piece sorry kind of took over on that nah you good but wasn't there some type of conversation going on around about like the equal pay between the twins that you were mentioning how they were bringing in more revenue what was going on with that all right so like the biggest thing like equal pay for the u.s women's world cup uh, men's or women's team and so I was saying I saw, and y'all can fact check me, but it seems like the guy was, he was making a point, um, and I was trying to figure out how correct he was, but he said female players get 13% of the revenue the Women's World Cup generates. Men's players get 9% of the revenue their World Cup generates. And the reason men make more is that they generate well over four times as much. And that, saying that he's make the men's generate $4 billion while the women generates less than while women generate less than 100 million so people are saying well if that's the case then technically women are getting more than men in this case and so i was just trying to figure out how if that is true i've been trying to fact check it but um that's interesting in the in the debate i guess because if that's true then it makes sense then to why they're arguing it um what do you guys think you ain't even got a fact check for me all right all I had to hear was that the USA women's national team has won 50% of the World Cups since they started. 
Mm-hmm. And that viewership of the women this summer was 20% higher than viewership of the men last summer. Give these women they money. They deserve it. Quit having or quit feeling the need to have a discussion about equal pay. Give people what they're worth. It shouldn't be a discussion in 2019. It shouldn't have been a discussion in 2015, the last time this came around. And it shouldn't be a discussion anymore. Pay them what they're worth, which is probably more than what the men are receiving now. Give them their goddamn money. Every goddamn penny. And I'm sick of talking about it. You dusty, knuckle-dragging, hot-breath, punk-ass hoes. That's my Who's mad at this? <laughs> mm. You out here angry today. This conversation right? really pisses me off because it's always like, oh, well, if you put in this factor or you put in this factor, the men have been sucked. The, the men are not exist, non-relevant, non-existent. These women are all we've talking about, talked about since my childhood. I remember the 99 team, that the images that came from all of their different championships. They're the only reason we really tuned into the World Cup, to be honest with you, in the U.S. If you look at the viewership here in the U.S. versus anywhere in the world, I mean, we only really tune in for the women or in higher num- numbers we tune in for the women. And yet they're still having to fight for some type of equal pay. Like, it's just dumb. So, Brian, my question to you is, how are you determining their worth if not by the money that they bring in? I'm determining it by their success. I'm determining it. No, fuck all that. I'm determining it by the fact that they play the same sport that the men pay, play. I think it should be equal across the board. Give them what they're worth. So They have proven time and so, time again that they are just well far above and away better than the men's soccer team more successful more relevant more uh successful and relevant god damn you don't need three yeah you, you said that so we were on the same page here but at the same time if you give them as much money as you're talking about giving them then the sport loses money because they don't bring in that much money so interesting or more appropriate argument that we should be support that we should be yeah. putting more money behind it and get, helping them generate more revenue so that way they can pay them more? You can have that discussion all you want. I want them to get their money in the meantime because we've but been having that, that money discussion. From, Brian? We've That's been having question. that discussion for the last 30 years since I've been on this earth. So figure it out. But I in a specific case, where does that money come get from? It. Give it. Get so it, this is, it. Get it from us. Because That's here's the thing. The truth from. of the so matter is put the, money your money is out there. the money is out there, right? There's money to be made in this sport. I mean, they just talked about how their jersey is like three times as big as the other best-selling jerseys out there. And the fact that viewership is up, their success on the field, like, give them what they deserve. I don't know where you get the money from, but figure it out. So this is is where I, I think I might have a hot take or unpopular opinion on this because we we mentioned this earlier that what okay, so let me say this. What percentage of people do you think actually have watched a women's MLS league game? I don't know the answer I'd say to less either. than five. Huh? I'm gonna say less than five. Cause this is what I'm thinking, right? And I'm under this because I have I didn't even remember if they had the eight teams for the like the uh major league soccer 
in the U.S. But here's my question. And so if we're going to increase and I agree with Ron as far as generating more, it comes it has to come from the fans. It has to come from us. Right. We have to promote. We have to go. We have to go to these games. But this is the question I have for most women. And I'm not targeting all because I'm not trying to generate everyone under, but how many Wait, times most women or women no, soccer players? I'm just saying like women in general, right? Because right now this is the biggest thing right now they're talking about is like equal pay, right? And they, I uh, 100% agree that the women's national team should be, to me, I think they deserve to be paid more, not even equal because they're, they are they are winning World Cups. That's what our country wants is World Cups. U.S. men's team has not won a World Cup since 1930. Mm-hmm. The Women's World Cup has started in 1991. There's only been eight, and they won four of the eight. So they play hard. They, they're going to make 250000 a person this year, but that's different from the $1 million that the, the each uh, player from the men's league, from the men's team made. So, my thing is, though, at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, is people want to make money off these teams, period. They want to make money. They want to, the owners want to, the, the um, broadcasting, TV networks, ads, all these people investing money into the World Cup are expecting to make money. And it just makes more sense, if we're thinking about it, the more money a team brings in, the more money these companies make, these brands make, these people make, and the more money they're going to get paid. Right? Am I wrong? Correct. All right. So my thing is, though, however, at the end of the day, it's us as fans. We still have to go to these games. We still have to show support, not only at the World Cup. And this is where my question is. I can be honest right now. I've never watched a women's MLS game, ever. Even when I didn't you even know the man, yes, and that's what I'm saying. It's my fault. Like I'm saying, I um, raised my hand that I am one of the factors that I have not watched. I enjoy soccer. I enjoy watching it, but I'll watch the women's World Cup. That's the only time I watch the women's World women's soccer in general. If it's not going to a high school game or going to support a friend or something, right? So for me, I'm one of the many people, and you can be. If you said that you do, then you're a diehard. But I can I can attest that there's more people that don't watch women's soccer outside of the World Cup than there are people that do watch it. Okay, wait. Are we see? This is where I'm confused, and I don't know the answer because I don't watch soccer. Period. Um, but are we assuming that in the U.S. that more U.S. viewers watch the men's MLS? Yes. <laughs> Then they yes. Is that major league yes. soccer? Hands down. Okay. Then the women? Hands down. Do we have any facts to back that up? Because I highly do. I don't believe that. I do. Well, we do I know really that the women's World that. Cup finals were higher than the men's finals of last year. And, right. and it makes sense, though, to me, because it's the World Cup. Like I said, put anything like put. Well, that was the World Cup. What do you mean? No, so he's saying no, no, the I'm biggest saying it's so the, biggest, the regular, but everyday, the regular games. everyday games. Like women are getting paid okay, there too. So They're I, not making and money. That's there what I'm either. saying. I disagree with that. Well, we can we can fact check each other later, and we can talk about it next week. But what I'm trying to say is that, okay, even not if, okay, let's not even soccer, women's basketball, stadiums are no longer being 
field, right? They're starting to come back. What? They're starting to come back. Like, let, hear me out real quick. This is my question, right? My thing is that as women, right, is, and this is more of my question to women because obviously us men haven't done a good job ever of supporting women's sports. And so this is why I was asking, on a regular basis, how many times do girls as a group like, hey, let's go watch this women's league or this women's? I'm sure, I know there are girls out there, but you would think that since this is something that they're passionate about, right? This is something that we're all passionate about. Why is it that we're not taking the time to go out there and support them? Wait, I'm scared because I don't know what you're saying right now. Are you saying that women need to step up and go support more? Is that what you're That's what I'm asking is because they're not not there. There's nothing is being filled up. These places that they're saying women need equal pay. I understand that. But at the same time, we're not doing our part to go to those games. That's also a big factor. Well, I do want to be fair, too. Like, we're not just saying equal pay only in sports arenas. I understand I mean, that, but the argument isn't. But that's why I'm, I guess that's why I'm scared about no, what it's not because it does come across like you're saying women need to step up and do more. No, I'm not as saying, opposed to... I'm saying in, this, in the realm of sports, right, I understand women are doing their part. There are a lot of women out here doing their part to, to amplify women in sports. I, I understand that. However, we're still not backing that up. Just like anything else we do it in when we are very passionate about it, we talk about it, and then during this during this whole workup, all I've seen is equal pay, right? And I'm it's hype, it's it's dope. Behind the closed doors after the World Cup's over, my thing is, does it stop at the World Cup until the next four years, and then we're gonna bring this up again? Just like you said, you've been doing this for thirty, you've been here for thirty plus years, for thirty years, and it's been the same conversation, correct? So this is just my idea. Is like, where do we change that? And Ron mentioned that we're not also say we're not supporting. We're not je- like we're they're not bringing in fans right until the World Cup. So what happens? Why is it? Why isn't this not happening in other leagues they play in? And this is not just the U.S. This is in even across the, overseas in Europe leagues for women. They have six teams. Even if women's even if football is life over there. They're still also having issues. It goes back to Brazil, where they have football is life there. Women are still struggling. So I'm saying, like, why is that a bad thing to ask? Like, women, why aren't you going to more sporting events? Why can't you ask the same funky ass men? I'm saying that, but I, like I said before, we're we're, we're what we have, what have we been doing for the past years? Nothing, right? Because we we are saying that men aren't doing much at all, right? to go support these leagues. But there's still women who aren't going to these games either, who aren't supporting them either in that factor. You can't just say that, they, that all of this is because, you can't just say that all of this is because men only haven't been supporting. Women also haven't been supporting women in sports, right? I don't feel like that's the argument. I though. feel like that's what you're saying is true, and that's why I don't feel comfortable singling out either group that, I, based on gender that says that these women deserve more. I think any person, man or woman, who says that these women deserve more need to be the ones putting their asses in the seats and putting that money behind it. They're the ones that are going to actually help generate revenue that will allow them to get paid more. I'm saying the same resources that are provided to the men, whether it be a percentage or whether it be a, a deal with a network or rather it be with a sporting company, whatever that looks like, whatever the rules are for your sport. And I have limited, I don't have knowledge about soccer. I really don't. 
All I know is that when the World Cup comes around, I only care about the women because we're only good when it comes to them. Um, And every time I hear about the World Cup, our women outperform our men as far as viewers, revenue, and actual results. So my argument is if you give them resources, the resources that you give the women – if you want to make it a percentage based on whatever, do that. But you're but saying give resources like this money just comes out of thin air and are given to the men. This is money that they generate based off the talent that I they are bringing to the comp- to the level. And I'm sorry, but maybe we can. What are you basing this not true off of though? Because all I, the only thing I know is that when it comes to viewership in the U.S., women outperform men when it comes to soccer. But That's revenue the only thing is I know worth, for sure. You don't get paid in viewership. Viewership doesn't sign your check. You That's get paid in money. So that's why Ron is saying and how this is more. We don't know that. That's what I'm saying. I would I would like to fact check that because I don't agree with that. I just don't. Well, when you say you're talking about disproven facts, like what do we have to have to go off that shit? Yeah, that I guess I'm not saying like <laughs> we have more than you. We have you have nothing. No, you have no, you have not saying one fact. You are you guys are assuming that that's the case. You haven't come with a fact. You if haven't we come have with a fact, nothing. Then we can. I have. I said that my opinion is that they should have the same resources that men get. You can base that on whatever you want to. That's not a fact. But it should be an equal number. No, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. It's my opinion, and my opinion is that they should have equal resources based on whatever metric you want to use as the men do. You're obviously saying nothing because you don't even have a direct source for this income that you're asking for them to get. All right. Well, don't give them nothing. How about that? Let's just keep arguing over (laughs) for 30 more years. And when you have a daughter or a niece or a sister who wants to have equal resources as their male counterpart, rather it be in the boardroom, on the field, or on the court, we're always and talking about sports here. Don't make it like the dad, same thing in the business setting. Brother, then how are you going to feel? I feel like trash that my women counterparts don't get the same thing that I do or, and are not afforded the same resources. You're overgeneralizing. I just read. No, no, no. I'm, I'm on a tangent here. I just saw an article from Nike that Nike this year just had to put in a, a clause in the female athletes' contracts to allow them to make the same amount of money make based on them uh, whenever they go off on maternity leave because they have some stupid clause saying, hey, you have to have equal results. Well, obviously, I can't get fucking equal results if I'm having a fucking baby. And you're going to tell me I can't get paid the same amount as this non-performing motherfucker because I'm giving life? That's bullshit. Like, and that is a completely fair argument. Deserve. There's no disagreement with that there. But that doesn't accomplish so everything. So take it wherever you want to. I think, but I think, give the people money they deserve. I think we're they all really... We haven't given them the money. I really think we all agree on the like the main thing. is just that we're all just shooting out ideas on what we think we can do. Think that should be done to raise... To make this thing happen. Really, that's... At the end of the day... I feel like we're, we just went into a circle. But, yes, we don't all have the facts, and that's the issue. And someone can fact-check us. Uh, one of the listeners can tell us that we were wrong in all aspects. But, however, at the end of the day, yes, these women need to, to get paid and deserve to get paid. And what is it? A bill is, isn't working to get passed? I just saw there's a bill that is going to halt funding for the 2026 men's um, they're trying to pass this bill to hold any funding for the U.S. Uh, men's or the World Cup for the men's league in 2026 that's going to be hosted here in Mexico and Canada. 
until something's done with until women are getting paid equally. Will that I hope that bill gets paid because that's a huge ass step because the US, Canada and Mexico, those three countries hosting, that's huge. Um, so if a bill like that were to pass and to stop any funding to come in to promote the World Cup until things have changed, that would be huge. Huge, huge step for women's for women in, in um soccer. But like Brian said, we, we can go in circles. It's just it's just shooting ideas. And I know everyone's very passionate about it. But at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, people want to make money. And it's sad that men are going to make more money than women just because they got a dick. But we have to find a way to change that. And that's why we the discussions can happen. They're going to be passionate. They're going to be <laughs> we're going to be angry. But at the end of the day, we got to remember that we have to do something in return to help to help that i i able to go to a game but damn it i want to find a way i can buy a jersey that's something like you know little things and it might some people are like well what the fuck a jersey gonna do i don't know what the fuck a jersey gonna do but at the end of the day i bought a jersey and that that money has to go to her somehow 120 dollars for a jersey is gonna go to her somehow some way right better than it's better than nothing it's better than me just clicking the channel up but we're going to have to get there because I know I, if I have a girl, not even just if I have a girl, I have a sister. I have, I'm going to have, I have nieces and nephews, you know, all these little girls growing up that were going to want to be athletes at one point, have the option to be athletes. At one point. I want, if they're, if they're good as fuck, I want them to get paid. <laughs> right. So it's just, we got to find a way to each of us do our part if we want to make this better. And it was, my question was just more about like we have to fill those seats to watch these women play outside, not just at the World Cup, but in all their professional field. If we want to see a bigger change, that was just a suggestion. It might not be a factful suggestion, but this is just a suggestion because it's just something I see in women's sport. The stands are empty when you're watching it on TV. The women's New York basketball team, um, I think it's Liberty. Used to play in the um, Knicks stadium. They don't play there anymore because they can't fill seats. Just little things like that. That was just my opinion. Take it or leave it. It's <laughs> actually a pretty smooth transition going to the next thing we do need to talk about. Because speaking of this NBA guys, they have been pulling off some crazy contracts, and there's been a lot of crazy ass moves went on in the off season. I feel like we just got through talking about Toronto winning it all, and now I feel like we were talking about a whole different league. Man, those for for it for like switching from this to basketball is also like really sad because the amount of money that's in men's basketball is absurd. It's like man, <laughs> crazy ass contracts. It's 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 ridiculous. Um, Brian, are you still with us? Yeah, I need a drink. Oh. Well, welcome back. Pour pour one up, boy. I can't. You gonna make it through the episode? Probably not. Pay women what they deserve. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right? <laughs> this is going to be me and Ron now? Well, I don't know much. This is out of my um, my wheelhouse. So I know it's a bunch of black men who are going to be quick millionaires. So, All right, Ron. Well, that could be good or bad. We can entertain this if Brian History doesn't want to entertain it. History I'm more interested in to talk about the actual the moves they were making. So like, like I was saying, I feel like the whole the season everybody to get this next season it's going to be so wide open. Like it feels like last season we all expected they'd be Golden State versus somebody. 
But honestly, I feel like on both on the East and the West, we can we can end up with two or three different teams on both sides. So I'm really excited to see how this season plays out. Unless I'm probably watching more games than, than uh, last year. Let's just say I'm so happy Kawhi did what he did because if he went to the Lakers, I don't think that I'll watch basketball anymore. Damn, how you went with cold turkey? I think it would have been boring. Like, it's, it's different when you have – okay, everyone was like, well, why did you stop watching – why don't you stop watching when the Golden State Warriors had – but I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> LeBron, Kawhi, Cousins, who else did they get? Um, who else did they get? Who am I missing out? Uh, let's see. They resign Rondo. Um, Rondo. Did they get Quinn Cook, too? Quinn Cook. And I feel like they took one more dude, but I can't think of uh, who it is. Jared Dudley, maybe? No, I don't think it was him. But anyway, I, can't remember I think I'm was. more excited for the fact that the Laker, the Clippers-Lakers like rivalry, I think is going to heat up a little bit this year, this coming year. Oh, I think it's turned all the way up. Like, I don't think it's ever been this hype before. Do you think, I mean, I can't remember. Do you think LeBron was salty? I think he was. Like, he was probably, like, he probably thought that he had it in the bag. Like, I'm LeBron. Right. Like, he's definitely coming here. Like, who don't want, who don't want to play with me? And it's L.A. And the fact that he still came to L.A. But just didn't come to KLT. <laughs> he came to L.A. unannounced, too. Like, nobody knew. People thought he was still in Toronto. <laughs> the rumor was going around ahead. already told Clippers, nah, it ain't happening. That's the craziest thing. Dang. This is, what, this is like a question that I guess I'll post to you guys. Is that in this moment, just in this moment, maybe I'm reaching does Kawhi have slightly more power than LeBron? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like he flexed that he did. I think he does. By, by getting uh, Clippers to make all the moves for, for Paul George, and that's a flex on Kawhi's behalf. And without him saying a word. Like, he made all, – I going to tell him, y'all get him here and I'm here, and they say we would do whatever it takes to get him here then. I'm just wondering how much did the, uh, the Thunder know about what they were planning? Like, if they didn't, but they if they didn't know that Kawhi was going to come, why would they make them pay so much for Paul George? I think if they caught, they were caught off surprise by surprise. Because you think they just offered all that up front. I, they were like, I think yeah, we'll take that. I think they were just like, oh, okay. Because remember when Paul George signed, he was like, he's like, okay, sees where I'm staying. Like I'm in it for good. Right. Like he wasn't planning on leaving and for a while. And I don't know how true this, but didn't like Oklahoma City make like. Paul George Day or something the day before he left, or is that a hoax? Yeah, like no, I think it was real because uh, I kept seeing it from like legit sources, and it was like the day. I think it was so like if it happened on June sixth, then it was June. I mean, if it happened on July sixth, then it was July seventh of last year. They named it Paul George Day. <laughs> so before you could even get to the first anniversary, <laughs> he said, "I'm out." The day before, <laughs> I'm just like. I mean, that just those are just moves, and I guess money talks. That's another example of money talks, um, because the West, the East, or the West now, it's it should be exciting. You got Warriors. I think the Warriors are still going to be the Warriors, as much as people think they're not going to be. I think they're they might not be the top team, but they're still going to make noise and can definitely make it to the playoffs, especially now that they still have the Splash Brothers. And to me. And like Carly and I always talk about it, is like sometimes they even played better when Durant wasn't on the floor. So they still were doing the same thing without Durant. Then you have, yeah. Then you have, uh, of course, the Clippers and Lakers now, and then throw in Houston in some mix there, because they they might make they still got a chance to make a little noise. Um, I didn't really pay attention to what they if they if they like um, 
added in new players, but but there's noise going around that you know they're talking about Westbrook wants a trade, and they think he said Miami would be one of his preferred destinations, but there's rumors that Houston is interested. That would be that would be kind of funny. Just have him back with Harden. <laughs> that would be crazy. Like, I would love to see that just for the for the like, craziness of it. And then on the East, I think the East is now kind of making some noise. It's it's going to be exciting to watch the East again. I feel like it's not just one team. It's not just LeBron. It's not just you know. It's not just the Raptors. It's now it's, we got the Sixers. We have the Nets that can make some noise. We have. Um, Boston, they can still make some noise. If, if, which I still feel is going to be weird, if uh, Westbrook goes to Miami, I don't know how those two hotheads and ball wanders, ball hogs, would want, we're going to work together with Butler and Westbrook together. It just doesn't make sense to me. But then I heard someone say on like uh, Flagrant too, they were talking about how, um, they both understand. They still. They both understand each other. Like they're the, the guys that practice that cuss each other out during practice and talk shit. And then right after practice is done, they're like, "That was a great practice." So I can see that oh, too. Yeah, true, so true. like they have the same mindset in a way, you know. So I don't know. I'm still hoping the Pistons can do some something. Um, someone was talking about Westbrook. They, there was an interest in Pistons taking Westbrook, but I just don't see him as because of the Pistons at all. I just I don't see it. Me neither, and I'm not like mad about it, but I just feel like it still doesn't making those same type of moves where bringing in guys past their prime. And it's like if he was one piece of a bigger thing we were working on here, I would be here for it. But it seems like that might be the biggest thing that we do. We ended up in the same position, barely making the playoffs, and ended up no better for work. Do you think Westbrook is tainted? Mm. That's a good question. As in, as see... in, no matter where you put him, he's going to break up, make up team not work. Because you can't tell me that you've had, you've had, um, what you've had Harden as a teammate, and it didn't work. Or you had Harden and Durant as teammates, and it didn't work. Then you had Harden and Durant, and you still didn't work. Then you bring Paul George in, who you think is going to make it work, still doesn't work, leaves. So at this point, he's a player that is not going to change his game. He's a player that's not going to adjust anything the way he plays or do anything to make himself a t- uh, like enthralled with the team. Wherever, wherever he goes, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to expect the same thing. So that's why I wonder if he's just tainted, like he's just not a good team player. As much as I, I, I definitely see an argument for that. As much as I love Westbrook and how he plays, I just don't think as a teammate, he's a great teammate. Because it just doesn't make sense to have all those big names come to your, to, on your team and you still don't make something happen. Yeah, actually, you know, I think I might be just automatically believing in that because when you put it that way, I feel like you make a strong case. But still, I think it's going to be an exciting league next year. Um, the uh, I'll be honest, I mean, I just I can't wait for the playoffs. So that's going to be more exciting. I probably won't watch much <laughs> until the playoffs, to be honest, because that's when I tune in. Um, but yeah, uh, it's good. So I was even thinking about asking, like, what do you think for predictions? But I feel like I honestly. I can't call it an outer uh, conference. I think it's. I think the East is still gonna. I feel the Bucks are gonna come out. That's what I feel safest with. I can say. I, I can feel like one hundred percent. But on the West, I don't know. I know people are on Lakers jock right now, and now that Kawhi's over there, they're like they're gonna win it all. But look, man, until you beat, until the Warriors are out, out, I ain't sleeping on them. <laughs> 
real until they're not in existence of the playoffs, then I will not count them out. And I think that I would have to wait and see how these teams gel together a little bit more before I could really try to call it. Because you know, these, all this stuff sounds great on paper, but we ain't seen a single game, it ain't even been no quarter of preseason. So it's too wide open for me to even say anything on the West. We'll see, man. We'll see. I'm mean, I'm sad that soccer is done, and then like. The little bit of tennis I've been watching is now like starting to dwindle. So like now, excuse you. I'm just saying like the the sports are dwindling. So like all that's left is gonna be baseball. And, and first of all, tennis is heating up. Go Serena. Oh, I'm glad you wanted to join us again. That's why I did that. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> um, and I would like say my prediction for the East is that. Um, and I feel really confident about this. I feel like this is the year that they pull it all together and that uh, Michigan State goes for it all. It <laughs> uh, gets its championship. I feel like we can all believe in that. I believe. I feel confident. I feel they're coming out the East and the West. So. <laughs> Go green. <laughs> Go on. All right, y'all. With that, we're going to take a quick ad break and then come back and try to talk about the biggest who's man we've had in a while. Mm. And it's a few of y'all. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, we back. Like I said, we got a really big who's man. We got to talk about And I'm sure y'all know what we're going to talk about soon. We mentioned it. So go ahead, B. So let them know what they need to hear. So if you heard my intro to this episode, you could tell that I was pissed off. And I was pissed off because people are trifling. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why people can't just be trifling on their own personal time or in their own private space. But why you got to bring your trifle, like, trifle necessity over to my being, all right? And if you don't know that word, look it up. It's in my new dictionary coming out, Q4, 2019-2020. You've heard and seen the video of what I I thought, honestly, was just an attractive girl maybe doing grocery shopping. And I was like, oh, that's different. You know, you don't see that every day on social media where – People just do the, you know, mundane things that we do every day, like grocery shop. Well, this girl instantly became unattractive because she decided to take her mouth, her tongue, uh, to be exact, open a container of an ice cream brand that doesn't sponsor this um, podcast and lick the top of it, then proceeds to put the top back on and put it back in the freezer and laughs at the camera. Now... I don't condone violence against women. I don't condone violence against anyone. But if a gang of people would have came and tackled her in that moment, I would have smiled and turned off the video and moved on. Because (laughs) (laughs) that was nasty. And it sparked sparked this new thing. What? What if it was just a gang of old old grandmas that came and just smashed and beat her ass? Because low-key, it sounded like that's what she needed. (laughs) <laughs> but I just don't understand uh, because since then, obviously, like all things that go on social media or all the challenges from the Thai pot challenge to the cinnamon challenge, which were different because they were harming themselves. OK, but now you've gotten the cinnamon challenge. Doesn't harm the cha- you, well, you should have saw wrong. It wasn't fun. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I did that. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. I, I, exactly. I it, but all right. Um, Ooh, but now it's <laughs> whatever challenge this is called, 
And now you got people trying to one-up each other, licking their ice cream or spitting on uh, pre on pizza before they put the sauce on or spitting into bottles of juice and mouthwash before people are able to buy it. Nobody has time for this shit in Trump's America, okay? Why are y'all doing this? And why are y'all this way? It makes me hate people. But I'll I'll stop. I'm sorry. I've been really irritated by all this stuff over the past week. And it happened. We didn't record last week, so part of this is you guys' fault. Um, But uh, (laughs) what do you guys think about I don't even know what to call her hashtag, but what do you guys think about this? I mean, you sp- you said it. I don't get the rave about it. I don't get why. This is the part of social media I cannot stand, is that we have to, like, make everything a challenge. We have to do all this stuff to gain. I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. My thing, though, yeah, I, I, mean, I would want to talk about maybe around after you share your thought is more of the punishment and what you guys think about the punishment she got. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking, too. So right now she's being charged under that. Um, I forgot what the exact offense was, but basically the same thing that people who got charged when they went down with the Tylenol poison back in the early 90s, I think it mm-hmm. was. So her charges are going up like from two to 20 years possible jail time. And there are people out there who are saying that's a bit excessive. What about you guys? What do you think? I, I'm 23. Wow. Okay. I, I disagree with the sentence. And you know why I disagree with this? And we were talking about this earlier is that why is it, this just doesn't make sense to me when you look at her situation. Yes, it's trifling and it's absurd and she shouldn't be doing that. I thought more like jail time, maybe prison time, maybe, but like, if anything, like a big ass fine, <laughs> like something. But my thing is that she's going to jail for possibly two to 20 years, and you have this teenage boy who was raping someone, and the judge is saying that he doesn't need to be sentenced because he comes from a good family. And I'm just thinking about, okay, I get it. She contaminated a dairy product by licking it, and we don't know what she's carrying, and there's a potential to, um, there's a potential to, to cause contamination and have someone fall sick. I get it. But this dude caught in the act of raping a woman or any rapist is getting less time than her. See, the only it, my only issue with that, and I agree with you that that piece of scum boy, and this the sad thing is not just one. Um, I don't feel like these are you can't equate the two. Like they are, they are not the same thing. And I feel like he deserves more time and. We could talk about that, but I, I just don't feel comfortable talking about okay. that crime versus this crime. Okay, but at the same time, 20, 23 years, you would want her to go to t- jail for 23 years for licking the thing of ice cream. So let's think what could happen because she did that, right? Yeah. If it were never caught on video, yeah. obviously the contamination, right. right? If someone did fall ill, who could they sue? Like, who would fall, who could they uh, go after for damages, Right. They could go after that grocery store. They could go after that ice cream company. Um, what if she was carrying something? And what if that person is, I don't know, for the rest of their life harmed by it? Like, the the, the consequences are, are never-ending. And I don't feel, I just feel like the fact that she purposely also posted that on social media, which I don't think it is a crime now, but I think it should become some sort of crime is also harming and damaging because now you've almost encouraged other people to go and do the same thing. 
in my opinion. So maybe 20 years is excessive. But no, I don't think it should be a slap on the wrist, which is probably what she's going to get, unfortunately. Like, she should suffer some sort of, like, I long-term mean, consequences from her actions. I don't, I don't think she's going to get slapped on her wrist, but I also don't think tw- – I think 23 years tw- – 20 years if she gets – I don't think she'll get the full max 20 years, but if she were to get 20 years, to me, is just excessive. But I get it. I, I work in the health field and I get the cause. But Tommy, how, it just makes you think if you're going to – all the things you're saying, Brian, are correct. But I'm thinking, okay, how many times have you went somewhere to get eat? How do you know if they didn't spit in your food and you ate it just fine? I'm just saying, like, those situations, like, you, there are people back there doing that. It's just the fact that we caught her. So now we want to – That's the part. That's the part right there. And it's like I don't want to have to second-guess everything I buy at the grocery store now. And be afraid. Like, my thing, I, the thing I really want to know outside the jail time is could that ice cream company who doesn't sponsor this podcast, if you did, we could have said it a few times, um, <laughs> could they go after her for damages? I'm sure that, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they could. I, you know what? Forget the jail time. Go just end her. No, send her to jail time. But end her too. Like, <laughs> get her in her goddamn pocket. Because now they have to go back, which they should have done in the first place. How dare you sell me something and don't have any type of tamper-proof packaging? I mean, like, come on, I mean, it's no, 2019. Okay, but at the same time, who was going to think that someone was going to go through the, through the aisles of Walmart and open ice cream and lick it? Nah, I don't know. Just, like, don't we, know. just like we didn't know kids were going to be eating Tide Pods. College kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's sad to say, but People are stupid, and so no. So no. So how much you want to bet? How much you want to bet from here on out, though, that most ice cream things are gonna have those like. Remember when you used to get those big old plastic tubs of ice cream and handle peel peel the outer rim of the top part before you open it? They're gonna either go back to that, or they're gonna have the little plastic, uh, little little plastic. uh, I don't know how you want to call it. Covering. Yeah. On top of the ice cream. My thing. why, Why don't they already have that? I mean, and this it is makes not like sense. a small ice cream company. This is a very big company nationwide. Like you would just think that they would have some sort of uh, tamper-proof um, packaging. So shame. I mean, not. I, I mean, you can shaming, say shame on all the ice cream product companies because they don't have that. It's just that I don't think like you're oh. sitting in a boardroom and they're like, let's make sure that we don't have this so a kid can come and lick the ice cream and then put it back. You're just not. I don't. I, at least to me, I'm not assuming that or thinking that. I'd have never thought this was a challenge that would be hit, would be watching on Twitter in 2019 of grown ass women and and men licking ice cream. Would you have thought that disgusting. if someone told you that in 2018 that? <laughs> oh yeah, you know this like, is going to be 2018 right. was. I don't believe anything. <laughs> you're right. You told me. <laughs> you're so right. Well, what but I, I love though is there was this one dude who uh, tried to make one of these little videos where he was looking at ice cream, and then they say he actually did end up buying it, but it still got in trouble for it. Like, good, just even spreading that propaganda that this is a cool thing to do, you deserve to be punished. So I hope that's true. There should be some sort of like hefty punishment, and it's just like, where are we? We're in the world where of likes. Are we today? Likes and hearts. And thumbs up, and people will like anything. Apparently, I really would love. I don't want her to receive any type of fame from this, but I would love to just hear her talk to someone with sense. <laughs> Brain, 
Like, why did you do this? And for her to come up with something other than, oh, I just thought it would be funny. Man, her poor parents. And I want that person to literally ream into her on how dumb she looks and is for doing that. And I want to know who filmed it. Because she should get fined, too. Or whatever. Accessories to the fact or whatever you want to call it. Because to me, they're complicit, too. I agree. Look, just go back to what your mom's taught you and reach in the back for a majority of your things. Man. True. It's just well, so disgusting. And the fact that these sick people now are out at restaurants and and uh, lunch rooms and all the different videos that are now popping up and trying to one-up her by literally spitting in food or rubbing themselves on food and putting it back. Oh, my God. What, what is... happened to that being, like, a thing of, like, I don't like you, someone do that at home to you? Like, <laughs> I feel like people used to do this kind of stuff, like, spitting someone's food, like, as a, like, revenge to someone, like, if they didn't like you. Right. So when you're at their house or, like, you know, the whole, like, putting a toothbrush down someone's butt, like your butt if you didn't like them. Oh my god. Not like us, but I'm saying like you hear that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, but then you got social media coming around. So now it's (laughs) right. (laughs) I know who you is that you say who you mad at? How many times you did (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Who said that? Girl, please stay woke. (laughs) That was very detailed. Ain't no positivity tonight. (laughs) Look. All right. With that, I think we can go ahead and get up out of here before we get even more crazy. So, if y'all want to throw in anything that we've said on the podcast, you know, we've had a lot of discussions tonight. If y'all got something y'all want to add to it, correct us, help us throw in with some additional information, feel free. You can shout at us on our email, podcast at gmail. You can hit us on Twitter. You can catch me t- at TaylorMadeLife. Um, our podcast, at Man's on Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to hit us up if y'all know us. Feel free to come join us if y'all want to. We can have some more conversation with people that really are engaged in this area. Maybe they know a little bit more than we do. You can help come school us. Just let us know. Be somebody can get at you. Hey, don't at me at God. Uh, two and a half things. One, uh, Serena, by the time this podcast comes out and by the time we record next week, I just want to, I'm going to celebrate you now. Just for everything you've given us, you gave us a magazine cover that by the time this comes out, you guys will see it in Mm. all her glory. God bless you for that. (laughs) And you inspired the hell out of me and so many other people with your performance this past week and a half and hopefully over these two weeks at Wimbledon. And we just hope you bring it home. Uh, the singles trophy, and if you want that doubles trophy too, go ahead. But bring the singles one home. She carrying that team, anyways. Right. Number two, I just want to put a word out there: like do stuff that scares you. All right, I'm doing my first tennis tournament this weekend. Hey, hello, Brian. So you weren't gonna tell us till now? Hey, no, we're friends. Me <laughs> here. So here? And it scares the hell out of me. And I don't know if I'm going to do anything in it, but I'm going to do it. And it's going to be hot. Channel your Serena. And I'm going to, you, you got them right. That's the only thing I'm doing. Um, and then the last half thing I have for you is pay women what they deserve. We're right. proud of you just for putting yourself out there. Who? Hey. What? What happened?
<laughs> Brian, I'd really love to see you wear Serena's outfits on the court. If you two can do teams. that, I feel like you should do that. If you really want to channel yourself. I'm sure they have like a male version of it. Like two two Why shorts. Be a male version. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, nice legs. <laughs> oh man anyways look y'all y'all can find me on that phil underscore connie uh well i guess these guys decided to leave all right um on a, so, okay you still here all right uh instagram find me at big c22 um words i have for you guys today is that All right. Despite the shifts, changes, and tough stuff, your joy still deserves to be celebrated. So go find that. Whatever happened, whether you got a, a raise, whether you got an A on your exam, whether you just woke up in a good mood, whether the, your car is on full and not E today, like whatever it is, celebrate it in whatever way you want to because it deserves it. Because in this world where people are licking ice cream, women aren't getting paid. And kids are talking back to their parents. You need to find the joy in other things. Don't be a who's man because we're going to find your ass. Darnold, I saw you be cooking for people. I'm really happy they're still alive. <laughs> Have a good day. You're, you're. Peace.